0: Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Well, this is probably going to be a bit rhetorical, but communication is key in any relationship, and especially when it comes to couples' partnership or uh, marriage. We're going to talk about couples' therapy today, how that looks, if you've ever engaged in that, or maybe you thought about that, or not even sure if it would be right for you. He's somebody that helps couples work things out, fortify their relationships, stay together. He's a, an amazing psychotherapist, and he's back with us. It is Barry Pilson on the program. Hi, Barry. How you doing?
1: Good, Steve. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I was telling you that this is our 10th uh, uh, session, so uh, I think this will wrap up this section anyway. And uh, it's been good talking
0: to you. You too. This went so fast. I would not even think that we did 10, 10 podcasts so far. Covered a lot, which is is fantastic. And you've got a lot of experience in the thirty year career, mentoring and providing services for for many different people, individuals. But today we're talking about couples. It is a essentially when it's a couple, it's a partnership. No matter no matter what, right?
1: That, that is correct. And, you know, just let me say this first. Um, uh, I, I, th- I think I purposely went to couple therapy the last uh, session because couple therapy actually, if, we, if you look at it uh, scientifically in terms of studies compared to other um, methods uh, like group therapy or family therapy or individual therapy, couple therapy really has the least favorable outcome. Uh, hmm. when you look look at outcome studies, yeah. So, and and in a lot of ways, that makes sense. A lot of times, uh, and I'll just say this too, uh, especially when we have difficulties with our partner, you know, say, oh, we need to go to marital therapy, we need to go to couple therapy, or we need to see somebody. And uh, because of the complications of couple therapy in and of itself, it may not be the first place to go. In fact, a, a lot of times on... um. Uh, working with a, uh, with somebody, you know, say, well, I just need to go to couple therapy. I think, well, you might do some individual work first uh, for a while before you jump into couple therapy because in <laughs> couple therapy things get heated quickly. And uh, that would make sense because every, everybody's in the room and all the issues are in the room at once. And because there's so much going on during a couple session, it's hard for everybody A lot of times, including the therapist, to uh, hang on to the issues in a way that uh, at least decreases the temperature in the room. So, um, anyway, I just wanted to say that as as a beginning.
0: You know, uh, I I I appreciate that, and really interesting that you said that. That uh, the least chance of the favorable outcome. I didn't expect that. (laughs) I really didn't.
1: I know, but most people don't. Most people don't because you think, okay, we just need to get into couple therapy. A lot of times when you think about going to couple therapy, you also think, well, who's right and who's wrong, and maybe somebody needs to tell us that, you
0: know? Right, but you, you bring up such an important point in that you can't navigate a relationship unless you've navigated around yourself. And if you are right. dealing with things you might not even know what you're dealing with. Could have been, and we've talked about traumas, big and small, previously. You could be dealing with something from your childhood that is impacting your 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 relationship with somebody,
1: exactly, or or, or other issues. You know, maybe there's a lot of stress, uh, you know, outside the marriage too. That um, right. you know, that's impacting. You know, what's going on? That's from you know, financial stress uh, to uh, even just, even what we, we we just went through with the uh, pandemic i mean think about that stress in terms of a couple relationships especially you know um and, and the changes that people had to make to cope with the uh, pandemic not to mention the reality of somebody getting sick and having to deal with that uh we can go on and on you know from just the sickness to the isolation to death and uh you know a couple uh a couple processes are especially impacted a lot of times by uh, stresses of what's going on in the social and emotional environment.
0: So let's talk about communication. Could we go there now? Okay,
1: yes. Let's talk about communication. You know, a lot of times when people come into couple therapy, you you start off in a standard way and say, well, what way can I help you? Most people, 80% of people will say, oh, we have a communication problem, okay? Um, Now, what do they mean by that? Well, that varies, too uh generally what they mean is is that what, what I kind of alluded to before uh conflict uh, gets uh heated sometimes uh you don't feel like your partner's understanding what you're saying uh you, you may feel dismissed by the person uh you, you may feel abandoned by the person there's a lot of variables there there's a lot of issues packed into that uh that uh, that phrase oh, what we have a lot our communication is difficulty. is difficult. But let me give you. Let me just give you a little bit of an outline of of communication in general. That you know principles that are helpful to communicating, not just to your partner, uh, but but to anybody. Okay. And the basic principles of communication are: you have to, of course, listen. Uh, and how does the other person know that you're listening? You acknowledge what you're what they're saying in addition, you validate what they're saying now validate doesn't necessarily mean that you're agreeing with what you're what they're saying but you're also showing them by validating what they're saying that you that you're uh, understand the meaning of what they're they're saying and that helps you know that that helps a lot uh, We do that through active listening active listening is something that you that everybody's kind of uh, uh, had a little bit of a, a workshop on, and that's basically where you're repeating to the person uh, what they're telling you. Uh, that's active listening. And you'd be surprised how many times people don't listen at all to what <laughs> somebody else is saying. And there's a thing called um, reflective listening. Now, reflective listening is is a uh, <clears throat> good communication technique in that in reflective listening, what you're doing is you're, you're trying to decipher a little bit of the meaning of what somebody is saying. So they may say something, and you may put it into different words that sort of reflects their, their, their meaning. For instance, um, <clears throat> in a reflective listening, the person may say, well, every time I talk, you look the other way, uh, and you don't seem to really care about what I'm saying. All right? So you might reflect back is, is that when we're talking, a lot of times you feel, like I'm dismissing or not really uh, concerned with what you're saying, so you don't you don't use the exact words that the person is saying. So you kind of give them a reflection of the meaning of what they're saying, and what that does is it, it enhances the communication. You see, so that uh, when you're talking, you, you, and if I say you feel you know I hear that you're dismissed. Yes, I, a lot of times when we're t- talking you know you dismiss you, you what i'm saying what do you uh you dismiss my feelings you dismiss my thoughts and then you can kind of go on in a dialogue uh on, on that on that theme with the with the dialogue being not necessarily uh questions and answers but statements so a good way to talk to somebody besides uh uh you know, sometimes you have to ask open-ended questions, but other times it's good to just make statements, that then I can reflect on your statement, and and I can make a statement, and that way we're actually in more of a meaningful dialogue. You
0: see. Does that mean Barry that when you're in that that situation, discussing it with somebody else, whatever the situation is, that acknowledgement is key. Just even saying that, in so many words, that the other person was heard. Maybe you haven't yeah. come to a resolution or anything like that, but you know, let's say we had a conflict and it's, all right, Barry, I hear what you're saying. And we need to we need to talk about that at another time. Maybe it's not convenient. Um or or we need to come up with some kind of solution. But I, I get what you're saying. To to address it that way, um, I would think is important so the other person doesn't feel like they're they're being dismissed.
1: Right. Right. And you know, and it opens it up so that we're each making statements about what we think or what we feel, and then the other person can also make statements about what they're thinking and what they feel, hmm. so that again it's more of a dialogue it's not a q and a all right it's not a question and answer you know when you do a when you're talking to somebody and you're doing a q and a question and answer process it's also it's more like a deposition of' questioning you yeah. you know give me your answer you know where, where were you Last night, what did you do? You know, yep. and 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 who were you with, etc. When the dialogue, maybe you know, last night you were gone. I was concerned about you. Um, I, I had trouble sleeping. You know, um, I, I I thought maybe I'd call you. I didn't call you. You see, that's a very different way of communicating than you know what were you doing. Give me an answer. You know, and then based on that answer, ask another question. And and that becomes, like I said, more of a, uh, a deposition. It's, yep. it's, it's, it's it's more lawyer talk than people talk. You
0: well, know? you bring up a really great point that when there is a challenge, and there will be, it's always going to happen. It's called a relationship. Yeah. That when you come to that moment where there's a discussion, usually one of those involved feels that there is uh, they're put on the spot and and right. maybe being accused and i don't doesn't even have to be accused of of doing something could be accused of not answering <laughs> cuz right exactly right exactly so how do you, how right. do you get around that um, so it doesn't feel like you're you're on the you're on the witness stand
1: well again that's that's the whole point you know if you're if you're asking too many questions if you're asking a lot of questions mm-hmm. then your 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 communication is now poor okay um <clears throat> because it, it looks like you're just looking for something to to hang your hat on okay right um uh, when you know you know the the quickest thing to do which you know is is kind of standard uh uh therapy is you ask people to give i statements meaning that they just speak it for themselves i feel i think i want i hear and and in, in the i statements You know, what you're doing is you're you're communicating more of your own thought and feeling rather than trying to get something out of the other person. Uh, And hopefully then, you know, that, you see, the whole key is that we're each talking about ourselves to each other. And if we could talk about ourselves to each other, then we're connecting better, all right? And and, uh, we're hearing, if we can validate too, what the person is feeling as well as what they're thinking and, uh, and the effect that the feeling is having on them, okay? I felt really lonely last night. I was calling you, and uh, you didn't answer, okay? Well, I'm really sorry to hear that. Um, I was sleeping at the time, mm. and I noticed, you know, that you had called. And then I woke up, and I thought, well, maybe I should call them back or I could text them uh Or you know maybe it 's too late, uh but at least that way you see you can get more to a uh, resolution of what of what to do well I, would, I I hope you know that you text me when you you know have got the call when you receive the call uh that helps me you know acknowledge you know or at least uh, you know validate what'm uh by worry or my concerns.
0: Uh, you bring up a great point that I, I feel myself and many don't initially see or think of, that there's an action item. So, I I called you last night and you didn't pick up. Yeah. Okay, now add to that, um, next time could you please call me as soon as possible because I got worried. So, at least right. you're telling them, you're giving them the expectation.
1: Exactly. And you're communicating clearly how you feel, you know. Right. yep. And, you know, we're in a relationship, so let's fig- try to figure out how to communicate in our relationship, in our particular relationship, okay. And, you know, you get that's how you get to know each other, you know. Well, you know, I know uh, my girlfriend or my boyfriend worries about me <clears throat> when I don't pick up, and uh, I need to, you know, I don't need to feel like uh, obligated to do that. Well, what can I do to uh, to uh, help them feel better? Okay, right, um, and that's a whole different mentality than,
0: oh my God, I was wrong,
1: I didn't call you, I was bad, you know, uh, that's right, you were bad, and you know, unless you learn uh, unless you start doing that, then we're through. Okay.
0: Um, well, it takes a, it takes off the 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 accusatory edge that somebody might be feeling or experiencing at that point.
1: Right, right. And that's, see, that's obviously, here we go again, but that's better communication, you see. And uh, again, that's where people get, when they come into couple therapy, a lot of times they think that there's a communication problem. And it's, it is and it isn't, okay? Um, it's a communication problem in the sense of that w- what we're talking about. But, you know, there are other themes a lot of times going on hmm. that, that contribute to that communication problem. And, and good therapy is trying to get to those themes, you know. Um, <clears throat> there might be themes of betrayal or, or abandonment that, that, that maybe come from the relationship, like you had mentioned, or may come from your childhood, right? you know. Uh, and, you know, I, uh, when I'm in an intimate relationship, you know, I'm, I'm, my, my anxiety goes way up. I, I, I feel like it can end any time. And uh, so I respond that way, okay? Now, it's tricky because if you're in a, ther- if you're in a uh, relationship with somebody, you can't necessarily, you can't cure their issues, all right? You, you're not going to make them not feel abandoned at times. But you can also, as a partner, show them that you hear what they're saying and uh, you're, you're uh, trying to consider that. You're not trying, but you are considering that. And, uh, you know, that's the important thing is, is that I'm concerned enough to, to hear you, to be with you. Um, so it gets, see, it's tricky. It's tricky. It really
0: is. How about, uh, how about we focus a little bit more on, you mentioned this, this thing called themes, uh, some yes, more, okay. more insight on that.
1: Yeah. The, uh, what I look for a lot of times when a couple comes in is two themes, uh, <clears throat> uh and, uh, 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 there, is there a power and control theme going on a lot of times? Mm. And, and it's not always, but if you, you have a couple sometimes where you know there's a lot of comp- there might be competition between them. Uh, there's a, a kind of ongoing uh, underlying uh, theme around who's in charge, uh, who's running the show, um, who gets the privilege, who doesn't get the privilege. So there's a lot of power and control uh processes going on, and uh to be honest, there's not a good prognosis for that okay Wow uh because because of what I just said <laughs> it's it, you're not you see that the real goal is to have a partnership where we're cooperating okay where we're where you know I, I talked about some of the other earlier podcasts of <clears throat> having mutual goal setting and trying to both uh, be involved in achieving that goal. Um, you know, for instance, in parenting our children, you know, it's not a competition of uh, who uh, gets closer to the child or who does the child like more or who does the child go to. You know, it's we're both doing this together. And uh, what are our goals in our parenting, you know? What, what do we want to, you know, accomplish? We can't really... Uh, you, know, you can't just raise a child to be a certain way. Uh, that's not how it works. But you can, you know, try to provide a certain environment to help that child grow, and uh, or you can provide certain boundaries uh, for for children who have more difficulties than other children. Some people, some kids are self-motivated, other kids aren't. And you have to kind of cooperate and figure some of that stuff out, and uh, that's cooperative rather than. You know, well, he likes me, and he does. He never, but that child never goes to you, and uh, you know. And now we're into a power of control process. So that's one big theme. Another, another big theme, by the way, is, and this is an individual and a couple thing, is closest versus distance. You know, uh, in a classic way, um, <clears throat> you have to sort of figure out. Uh, you know, between the two of you, uh, how distant are we going to be? Or how close are we going to be? It's kind of the same thing, really. But, uh, a lot of times, you know, a one person in the couple gets a little more anxious if we're too close, or vice versa. The other, another person in the relationship may, uh, get anxious if we're too distant. So sometimes you really have to negotiate the distance versus the closeness, you know, um, that's an outgoing issue
0: too. Uh, it's so interesting that you said in that situation where it's, I guess my best description, it's a power struggle where uh-huh. one is pulling one way. The other person in the relationship is pulling the other way that in that situation, it, it sounds, it sounds like it, it's, could be a, a recipe for a disaster. That it, it's it's almost hard to circumvent a situation like that,
1: right? That, that's what I'm saying. So you know, until you recognize as as a couple that we're you know we're, we're fighting, we're in, we're trying to, we're, it's a win lose situation. You know, this is classic stuff in in business too. You know, how do we make a, a negotiation a win win situation? <clears throat> So how do how do we um, how do we in you know, our tasks? Because you know, as as a couple, especially if you're living together, especially if you're raising children, you know, if, if you're financially tied together, you know, um, I mean, there's a lot you have to do, all right, and and a lot of it is task, you know, involves tasks, and it's not that we have to be task masters, but we have to figure out who's doing what, and you know, is it. You know, oh, I do ten things, you only do one thing, and therefore, you know, uh, you're good, and I'm bad, or, or vice versa. Uh, when the reality is that we we need to talk about how we accomplish what we want in life. You know, um, well, how do we want to how do we want to manage our finances long term? You know, uh, what are we looking for? Uh, and all that all that is is. Involves a cooperative ongoing process rather than well i 'm going to spend the money and the hell with you or <clears throat> i 've got my money you 've got your money, and we will never talk about uh that again that's that's pretty common too, where people uh manage their money separately i 'm not saying it's it 's always bad mm-hmm. but it doesn't it doesn 't promote cooperation either
0: okay i I have to tell you in in all my years of doing morning radio i've uh-huh. i've attacked that topic at least three or four different times over the years on different radio okay. stations. And it's yeah. always a heated one. And I, I have a dear friend, she and her husband known him for like 20 years. And, and I was, uh, she was my co host for 10 of those years. She and her husband have separate accounts. And yeah. I, I found that I don't want to say odd, but it, you know, you guys are, you know, all working together, uh, but you have separate accounts. And it's whatever works for anybody is fine. But it seems like you just said, sometimes, you know, in terms of a cooperative effort, I guess if you pull it into a uh, a joint account, but you have your own separate, maybe that's another way to attack it. Yeah, that's another
1: way. That's another way to skin that cat, so to
0: speak. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, but yeah, there's all different ways to, to, to handle it. But um, I guess it comes down to, Barry expectations and i got that when you just mentioned about um talking about the finances what are we gonna do later in life you know let's let's yeah, that exactly yes everything should have a, even what we're what are we doing this weekend well this is That's what right. I, I would like to do i would like to go to a venue and hear music what would you like yes. to do um yeah, yeah i kind of want to stay home maybe we could do that one night and then go out another night it's managing the expectations so both parties are are happy i guess
1: Right, and, and managing, you know, your wants and your needs, you know. Uh, hey, I want to go out and listen, listen to some music. Well, you know, I'm going to be tired this weekend. I need, I want to rest. Uh, but look, let's commit to, to doing that the next weekend, okay? You know, something to that effect. Well, we're cooperating. We're not just, sure. well, 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 you get to do what you want to do, and I can't, I can't do what I want to do, you know.
0: And that gets us into you know the next territory, which we, we don't have time for today. But the the intimacy portion of it, uh, which I'm sure is a uh, yeah, a big topic when it comes to um, working with couples.
1: Yes, it is, and that's a little bit of what I was alluding to about <clears throat> closeness versus distance, um, uh, and how how you manage that. You know, yeah, and um, uh, that needs to be discussed a lot of times too, because there's there are inherent. Differences between people about how close they uh, feel to not just feel to somebody, but in general, how close they want to be to other people,
0: right? And one person's definition of closeness may be different than the other person's, and you got to make sure that you're on the same again. I guess it goes back to the expectations, yes, right? And,
1: and, 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 And communicating about those expectations, you know, is
0: what we're Well, fortunately we're able to, to do a lot of the, the therapy virtually and, uh, yes. you know, thanks, thanks to COVID, I think it opened up the uh, the door to uh, virtual meetings uh, and therapy and counseling and all of that. How do we start, Barry, if uh, somebody's having some challenges in their relationship and, and want to take it to another level or at least uh, get the things out there in the air by way of psychotherapy, how do they connect with you?
1: Uh, well, as I've that before the other podcast, I'm accessible by my web- website, which is uh, BarryPilsenPhD.com. Um And uh, you can look me up, uh, you can Google me, you can get my phone number and all that stuff as well if you need to.
0: Yeah, you've been doing this for many years. Uh, you've got a grasp on all of it. And th- and I appreciate all of this today. I'm glad we, even though this is our, our last podcast for now, that we uh, got a chance to talk about uh, couples counseling because it's so important. Thank you so much for, for being here today and, uh, and and being part of the show for the last uh, bunch of weeks.
1: Yeah, thank you, Steve. I enjoyed
0: it. Uh, same thing here. It's BarryPilsonPhD.com. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our kinses. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit. And make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.